Hello and welcome back to Reading the Fears, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien, and joining me today once again, it's David Scanlon, as we discuss the Oscar nominations of 2023. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. Oscar style music no I don't have the copyright for that David ah but like you could just find some nah no no okay no because no no okay here's why no because like look the Oscars are prestigious yeah they've got longevity yeah heritage well attended not the Golden Gazzies, though. Yeah, Everyone knows the Golden Gazzies. What year is this? 93. This is the 95th Oscars. 95th, sorry. Okay. It's funny. Like, what's... I don't... I don't know. It's more that, like, I can't believe we're still talking about, like, everything ever all at once. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Oscars are too late in the year, yeah. I find. Like, I can't believe we're, yeah. like, talking about... What was, like, super early? Probably everything ever all at once was. Everything all at once was early. Hold on. Um, what else was in there? Top Gun was pretty early as well. I, I think they were the same that. month, if I recall. Yeah. I mean, or, or. I know that's only yeah, nominated that for did, one thing, but like, yeah. it's still talking Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, what, uh, if anyone hasn't grasped what we're doing, I guess yeah. we've probably explained. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. This is, uh, the Oscars are on Sunday. So myself and David being two guys who've seen everything, we just thought we'd continue our flex that we've actually seen all these things and we can make educated and sophisticated opinions on who should win who will win but also maybe who didn't get nominated in certain categories and why we feel they should have been in there and I guess what are the Oscars David not to explain the Oscars but (laughs) but I think I think what's important is you know the way you I don't know back in the day you know we see the Oscar nominations come out this is before we went to go see every movie under the sun and you just be like oh that got the Oscar for this I'll go watch that whereas it was interesting this year to have seen them all because again I don't know if I've mentioned we've seen them all (laughs) but like to then to have watched it to have seen it get nominated be like oh shit and then to kind of see it that the the buzz around it and it kind of puts it in a different light I feel like the way we did it this year we felt more on the journey on the journey with the movie we're just film journey David Um, I suppose like the sorry the, the Oscars have become so so much kind of more of a marketing tool than anything else not only for for like studios and movies but also for like actors like mm-hmm. if if you if you're an oscar nominated um actor if you're an oscar nom- or oscar winning uh, actor like putting that on the front of your movie is it seems like a prestige i know it's not it's not no th- there but was like, some I, there was some like rom-com yeah. and it was like oscar winning actor like jane dame judy Dench. yeah and then, it, and then it was just like and amy adams yeah, <laughs> and exactly like, Ooh. Yeah. yeah um so like i feel like it's huge kind of political point not political but you know what i mean marketing yeah. points for for a big for big studios but i, I like it has become that type of thing where back in the day there was only whatever hundred movies came out, but now exactly, like yeah. there's so many different movies that come out each year. There's only so much marketing that can be put behind um, certain movies by certain studios, which is why you know we'll probably talk about a few of them later on. Is that like some movies just get lost in the shuffle, like exactly, yeah. even like really good ones that we really enjoy, just like don't get nominated for anything. And we also see another side of that is that you have smaller movies that maybe have like. Um, big producers in behind them, like to Leslie, the the movie yes. um, that the Angela, Roy- An- Angela uh, Roseberry got nominated for, yeah. uh, where it was just a marketing push by one, you know, by a few people. I'd say, you know, in in the production team, 
obviously had a lot of uh, friends in the uh, industry, just got word of mouth out there and then somehow got nominated. Yeah. Again, we'll get to that. They have, they that have, uh, yeah, they have described it as the most shocking Oscar yeah, nomination in history. Exactly. Uh, but I suppose the one thing, the other, the final thing I wanted to point out is that anyone who believes that the Oscars are the be-all and end-all of uh, Hollywood should understand that it's not, okay? Yeah. So it, obviously it's great to be, you know, it's a prestigious award, it's a prestigious nomination, but like, I'm just going to mention a few movies that never won any Oscars. Okay, so we have Zodiac. Oh, wow. Um, we Nightcrawler. Have the Wolf of Wall Street, Uncut Gems, The Shawshank Redemption, Psycho, Prisoners, Fight Club, Drive... American Psycho. They're Never. all a very particular type. Of oh movie yeah, now, like they I'm hate. Sure da- they obviously hate David Fincher. Yeah, as you should. Um, so like, what I would say is, and we'll, we'll mention a few later on, is that like there obviously some that don't get any kind of recognition, but it's. It, I think now it has become kind of the type of thing where if you don't have that marketing team behind you or if the studio just doesn't have faith in you winning or being that type or even getting nominated, they're not going to put their money into it, which yeah. is why I kind of look at the Oscars like, okay, a certain type of movie uh, this is the best certain type of movie that, you know, is, yeah, is award And I think the best way of putting it as well is, you have to remember, this is what the Academy of Motion yeah. Pictures and Sciences in America say the best picture is. Yeah. So it's not the best picture. It's yeah. the same way the BAFTA Association picks their winner and such. And they have, there's a lot of different awards all over the world that have different criteria. The IFTAs? The IFTAs? <laughs> I want that invite. Anyone who knows any connections. 7th of May. 7th of May. That's near around my birthday. It'd be the greatest gift of all if I could go to the IFTAs. But, um, yeah, so I, so it's look, but I think what the Oscars do stand for is it is that highlighting of movies that might have got missed. I think because there is the, there's the two sides of it, like I mentioned to you earlier, David, where it's there's movies that are kind of Oscar bait is the term, where they yeah. are basically crafted to do well in these awards. But then there's movies that you know are just made from like I think something like Everything Everywhere All at Once yeah. wasn't made to be an Oscar contender, yeah, saying, yeah. and then it just it, so I think that's the benefit of the Oscars yeah. sometimes, like when it's able to shine a light, have this sort of prestigious standing in the industry to be able to be like this is something you need to check yeah. out. So I think it is a double sided like that, but and I think it's the one it it is like you say it's probably the more um most well known notable um like movie awards of the year so yeah. we thought we would kind of run down who yeah. they had sort of nominated and give us our thoughts on it as well so uh, notes where are my notes <laughs> but also I just wanted to before we get into the nominees I want to just talk about how the industry, the Oscars have somewhat changed over time yeah. and this year I didn't realise how many firsts there were yeah. and I'll try breeze through these quick enough but Michelle Yeoh is the first ever Asian woman to be nominated in the best actress category uh, Hong Xiao and Stephanie Hsu's nomination in the best supporting actress category marked the first time two Asian actresses were nominated in this in that category the same year yeah. and then with those as well the fact that you also have Ki Hu Kwan in best supporting actor is the first time you've had three Asian actors in three different acting uh, categories mm-hmm. what else is there the first time there's been an actor from a Marvel movie you've had the 15th time a best international feature film has been also nominated for best picture John Williams at 90 is now the oldest competitive nominee at the Oscars and he's uh, tied oh no is he just behind yeah he broke he broke his own record as the most Oscar nominated living person and second behind Walt Disney himself what else we got here Judd Hirsch is the largest gap between two nominees so he has his nominee this year and then his nominee back in 1981 for ordinary people go check that out it's a great movie (laughs) 
The Quiet Girl on Colleen Kuhn, first, first ever entry yeah. from Ireland. You had a Avatar 2 and Top Gun 2 being the first time two billion dollar movies were nominated for Best Picture. The first time in 88 years since the seventh Academy Awards where all actor nominee, best actor nominees, it's their first nomination. It's the first time, to- again, stop me if this is too fun, but I sorry, find- I Sorry, I just didn't understand that last one. First time since 1988 that there have been... Sorry, the first time in 88 years. Oh, 88 years, sorry. <laughs> at the seventh Academy Awards where all the best Oscar not best the best actor Oscar nominees are all first time time nominees then it's the first time in 51 years where all the best supporting actor and actresses have both there's been like double nominations in both of those categories it's just really cool stuff and I think this is the biggest point this is the point I wanted to get to where again I know I have seen like I said we kind of watched all these movies as they came out but I think this award or this Oscars feels the least Oscar-y Oscars I yeah, think I've, for a while. Anyway. For a while. Yeah. Because I think it has a beautiful blend of blockbusters, of heart. Like, it has a load of different themes and they don't all strike. I think The Fablemans is like yeah. the most Oscar Oscar yeah. movie there. And I think all the nominations for it are part and parcel because of that. Yeah. But I think seeing stuff like Triangle of Sadness yeah. and, and All Quiet on the Western Front and like all this sort of mix throughout all the categories, not yeah. just in like something like. I, well, I suppose the blockbusters still always will get shunned out of the major categories. Yeah. Well, even then, look at like Black Panther. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So I think th- what I'm more so getting at this long-winded point is cool things are happening at the yeah. Oscars this year. Yeah, well, took, took their time. <laughs> they took their time. took 95 times <laughs> yeah. to go at it. Um, yeah, like they always, I feel like they always have little bits like that where cool things will happen, but it's 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 obvious this year that there's a lot more happening. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, uh, getting there slightly more progressive each year yeah. which is obviously nice to see um yeah that's probably the, yeah. the, the best way to say it, yeah but we will get right into this mm-hmm. because we've already rambled for a while we will start with the best supporting actress category okay and uh i will read the nominees now david Go so we've got angela lansbury for black panther wakanda forever <laughs> can I stick as, with that joke i gotta stick with that joke today <laughs> I joined, david. Okay. as queen ramunda ramonda yeah. uh hong chow for The Whale as Liz. You've got Kerry Condon as Siobhan Sullivan in The Banshees of Nishir. You have got Jamie Lee Curtis as Deirdre... Uh, <laughs> what was that surname? <laughs> Bow Beardra? Oh yeah, Deirdre Bow Beardra, yeah. Uh, in Everything Ever All at Once. And you've got Stephanie Hsu for Joy Wang in Everything Ever All at Once. Who's going to win this? I think it's either between... I think it's Angela Bassett. Yeah. Is probably going to win this. But not not Anna Lansbury. Stop! <laughs> I literally just gave up on it. God yeah. damn it! Yeah. Ah. Uh, okay. Angela Lansbury probably. I think she'll probably win. But who I want to win is. I was going to say I was on the Angela Lansbury train for so long. Yeah. I've switched to Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. I just I don't know why I just I've just been seeing more love for everything ever all at once and I yeah. keep seeing clips of her and I'm just like how silly of a role that was but how well that's the first time she's been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. Also, Marvel have pissed me off recently, so I kind of think I might give it to if I could if I could choose the winner, I'd pick Jamie Lee Curtis. I think. Okay. What about you? I think Hong Shou. Ooh, for the whale. Yeah, but I think on uh, and again, this is probably unfair, but uh, her performance in, in the whale is great. She was also great in the menu. The menu, and again, I think she could have been nominated for that as well. Mm-hmm. Just two completely different performances. One is like so caring, so thoughtful. Um, she puts a lot of kind of love and care into that uh, performance in The Whale. Um, very emotional. And then the opposite end of the spectrum in the menu yeah. where she's just like a robot. Cold, yeah. yeah cold, hard uh, robot. Um, so again, I know it's unfair, but it just seeing, again, it, it, it seeing her 
for the first time this year in two roles that are completely different and she completely knocks it out of the park. I would say that. I I I would if I was betting man, I'd probably put it on Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Thank um, you. Um because yeah, like for for time on screen to like passion mm-hmm. ratio, if that's some sort of ratio she again she's just incredible for the time she actually spends on screen she was absolutely incredible um i i agree with you that like i'm I'm surprised she did get nominated because it's in a marvel movie um off the top of my head i can't really think who else like could have got in there i have some oh sorry well actually i'm I'm forgetting the the woman king altogether which which also the oscars forgot yes the oscars Um, as as progressive as they were and there are some movies i actually have them here well yeah i I wanted to save them up top but like some movies that i think the oscars forgot about this year this for the batman yeah. I think really did miss out again I don't know if, if that's going to get any acting nominees apart uh, from obviously Colin Farrell <laughs> absolutely David uh, The Menu I think is another one yeah. that was sorely missing nominations The Woman King of course yeah. and Nope I felt like Nope really is it, it not so, too box office it is but it's very Spielbergian esque yeah. like blockbuster but I still think for some of the technical yeah. things I think and even like, yeah I will talk about it a bit later on because yeah. I, I do have some sprinkled out but sorry yeah. I was just talking about that category in general no that category in general yeah. I, I have yeah there's one in here so I, we're playing a fun game I've called Sub for Snub yeah. where we sub out a nominee and put in one of our own uh, just for the crack yeah. but I think if I had a Sub for Snub i take out Stephanie Shoup. Yeah, I think she's great in it but like fine yeah not Oscar worthy and I put in Lashana Lynch for the woman yeah, game 100% okay. I I would probably I know it's probably unfair but I would go Viola Davis but again I don't know if you put her I have in, her in Maine yeah if you put her in see I think she, she probably has more king. of a chance to, here. to win in that category I, that's but this is what I said to you before, so I thought she should yeah. have been entered here yeah um, I'm trying to look here the only other one that's coming to my head is maybe Janelle Monet in Glass Onion no. just because she, she's playing two characters yeah. I think that could have been again it's it, because it's too blockbuster it's a Netflix movie it's very difficult to kind of get her in there again it was just the other one that kind of came to the top of my head in um that yeah in that category but yeah as you say i think lashana lynch and viola davis in, well again it's 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 the woman someone from the for, King. yeah just got forgotten yeah. in this uh cat- in this sorry awards yeah so and then yeah and then we've already said and then yeah you think angela lance will win yeah, yeah, I would like to see Kerry. Con- I'd like to see Kerry Connor. Oh, I would as well, of course. But I don't but think so. No, I. But I want to. So actually, th- and I'm glad we're starting with this one. This is my favorite category yeah. in terms of. I actually think all of these people are fantastic, yeah. and I loved all of their performances. And I think a lot of these movies wouldn't be as good without all of the every single one of these people. Yeah, Kerry Condon like is the heart of Banshees and Ashiri. Yeah, as is Hong Chow, Angela Bassett, and I think why she deserves the praise for this role. Do it again. It- <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Oh, it was so good for so long. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know if you saw Pedro Pascal on Graham Norton recently, no. and he he calls uh, Grogu Baby Yoda. And yeah. he goes, that's the first time I've ever done it. And you could just see that internal remor- like yeah. uh, regret in him. But um, anyway, I it's, I think she elevates above everything else in that movie, and I think that's why it stands out. Yeah, and that's why it's like absolutely yeah for the thing you were in and what you performed at. It was yeah. just incredible. Yeah, yeah. So I love it. Shall we move on to... Sorry, have we agreed who who we think is going to win? Or do you... Angela Lansbury probably win, but yeah. I, I say I want Jamie Lee Curtis to get it. Yeah, I think for a year, or for a career in Hollywood, it'd probably be nice. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. I don't know. Angela, like, Angela Lansbury's been around but, a while. Put it this way, put it this way. If she doesn't get it for this, she deserved it for Knives Out. Who? Oh, Jamie sorry, Curtis. sorry, the Knives Out movie, the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair, absolutely. So we're going to move on to, and again, I don't have much to say about this one because we actually haven't seen all the movies in this category. Shock Cinematography. I just want like, 
Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? I like, yeah, no, go for it, yeah. Yeah, cinematography. So there's All Quiet in the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle of the Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Yeah. I only really want to talk about this because I have a sub for Snub in it. Oh, big time. Uh, oh, well, for me, I get Tar out of there. Yeah. Bin it and put in the Batman. I would say get rid of any of them. Oh. And put in what should be the winner, which is Top Gun Maverick. Is it the cinema? Oh, cinematography, yeah, man. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> like filming a movie in a plane for most of it. The be- that's is the that best thing about production design? No, but that's the best thing about that. Oh, 100%. The actual, yeah. like the cinema experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I've heard, we've, I think we've all heard that uh, rumor about Steven Spielberg talking to Tom Cruise. You it's s- not a rumor, I've seen it. Oh, like. Oh, yeah. You've saved, videos, yeah. You've saved Hollywood. You've saved theatrical releases. Yeah, exactly. So like how you can take the movie that literally saved Hollywood, saved yeah. cinema during the summer yeah. and not award it or not even nominate it for something that's so what specifically it's no, what it's known cinematic. For. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is just crazy to me. Yeah. And like, I remember when the nominations came out first, uh, I didn't even really notice. And then people started talking to me and I was like, oh my God, you're right. Like how, how is that it got an, snubbed? It got a nominee later on that I don't understand. Yeah, oh, that's as well. We'll, we'll you don't know, that they'll come up later on, yeah. but uh and we, we've talked about it before is like it how you again I don't understand yeah I just don't understand that and I think this is another thing we'll mention is that and it's happened in previous Oscars it's hap- it happens all the time where if something doesn't win for one category yeah. they'll just give but it something look for, at somewhere else yeah exactly they didn't get nominated for director so they probably just gave a best picture uh, Martin McDonough won for adapted screenplay when he should have won director or something like that wasn't uh, it no that was um, that's Get Out uh, Jordan Peele was it okay I think something uh, like that no t- did Taika Waititi win he won for Jojo Rabbit yeah he, d- he won adapted screenplay and again he probably should have won d- yeah it's different there, 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 like is, there is something yeah. like, I think it's for like I can't I think no I think no tell you what the trend is it's like a really good director but they just so happen to write it so they give them the yeah, writing award exactly yeah so it's it's that type of thing it's like oh well you know we can't give it to you here so we'll give you something here there's and actually um, speaking of speaking of that um, there's actually three so Todd Field Dan Kwan Daniel Schneider or Schneidernit I don't know one of the Daniels the two Daniels mm-hmm. Catherine Martin and Mark, Mark McDonough and Steven Spielberg all of them have three nominees this season yeah. so besides Martin they have uh, as in C- Catherine Martin uh, the, the other three la- four lads have best director best original screenplay and are producers for best movie okay yeah whereas your one Catherine Martin has costume design production design and producer for Elvis Elvis yeah but like isn't that crazy yeah. as in like just people making their own movies from yeah. like literally from the top to the bottom in regards to writing it directing it and producing it that's but crazy you can definitely see what what I would predict happening is okay the I think everything everywhere all at once might win something then Fablemans might yeah. win something then Banshees will win something yeah. and then as you say Elvis will win something and it'll just okay we'll just divide those uh, yeah, I don't think amongst it's been a while if I can recall and I'll definitely be proven wrong where there's been a sweep yeah oh big time Parasite yeah. won three but that was, f- was they, three they, they were nominated no they were nominated for four weren't they I think did they win all four yeah, best director best screenplay so. best film and best international oh, yeah. okay. sorry we got s- s- massively sidetracked but yeah, yeah cinematography I think what probably will win here is uh, All Quiet in the Western Front just because it's getting nominations everywhere in the technical yeah. categories yeah. and to be honest the, the two I haven't seen here is Bardo and El- Empire of Light yeah. and it's very hard to motivate myself to watch what is being reviewed as a bad movie just yeah. because it looks pretty yeah. so I think and I gave them pass and it's Roger Deakins isn't it yeah yeah and also Elvis can yeah take the toffee there I don't understand that at all again that, it's, nauseating yeah it was it's it's kind of like uh, what, what do they say it was like uh, assault on the senses yeah, yeah. 
Yes, yeah. I'm more of a it pepper hurts. on a census guy myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to now talk about visual effects. Okay. Well. If that's all right. I'd like to think I've, yeah. s- I've, s- I've mixed these up enough. So in this category, you've got All Quiet in the Western Front again, Avatar The Way to, the way to Water, <laughs> The Batman, <laughs> ba- Black, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. So sorry, this is visual effects. Visual yeah, effects, okay. yeah. Avatar is going to win oh, and yeah. I want it to win. Yeah, it's probably fair. Um... See, like with, I think with All Quiet, it's more of a production yes. thing. Uh, even with but the I Batman, imagine there was a lot of like CGI well. Oh yeah, in the background like there is obviously. And it's not, I don't think it's, it's obvious either, which is obviously a good thing. But they did that with the, remember they, remember First Man got the Oscar yeah. a while back instead of something outrageous. 17, was that 17? Oh, was it like, was it, was it something, ah. Oh, I think again, I think the issue here is that you have All Quiet Batman and Top Gun which are like almost hyper realistic mm-hmm. films and the whole the, the visual effects kind of get lost in it where as um, certainly Avatar uh, Black Panther to a, a certain extent they they create their own worlds and I think that kind of adds to it which is why I think and, and look I think it is going to obviously go to Avatar uh, with the amount put into that but I think just those those three the other three that are nominated yeah. I think the issue there is it because you have, have hyper realistic worlds the visual effects aren't as obvious yeah so first man beat Avengers Infinity War yeah. Ready Player One and Solo yeah which garbage yeah I don't even know what I'll give it to would you Avengers I'd give it to Ready Player One okay that's creative visual yeah, effects yeah I suppose I yeah you're cre- again you're creating your own world yeah, exactly. like, yeah. I prefer that um, if I do a sub for snub so like I said predicted Avatar yeah. want Avatar Sub for snub. Get Black Panther Wakanda forever out of there. There was some garbage CGI oh, yeah. in that. Yeah. And like, I don't think they did anything interesting besides the underwater yeah. water world. And again, I think that's the reason they're getting nominated. Avatar did it better. Put yeah. in Nope. Okay. I liked... Um, the, the, you tell me the, the effects of that, the creature in that. Yeah, I suppose. And it like, it's unique in that sense. And um, also the, the, a, a quite convincing monkey in it. Yeah. And also that final scene where the... I don't know if that's more creative than... I don't know. I just think... Yeah, again, the, the the one that's coming to my head and it's it never had a hope, like, ever had a hope, was uh, Prey. Oh, that was garbage. The CGI was very wonky. I, I, I had thought it was quite good. Like, again, going into yeah. it with expectations that this is a... Uh, yeah, uh, fair. Watch at home movie. Not I just fair. really enjoyed the... Uh, I just really enjoyed the Predator in that. I'd nearly put Amber Mid-Thunder in one of the acting categories if I could. She's yeah, very good. I never got, had a hope. No, I know. Do I, if I could, though. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I no. That's fair. So, uh, uh, so who do you think will win them? Who do you want to win? Avatar. Will and want? Avatar will win. I would have... I probably would have gone for one of the other three just because that movie is so fucking garbage. Avatar will win, but I would say... Again, I'd say the Batman because I love that movie. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> we are going to move on to best animated feature film. Okay. So in this category, we've got Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio I, by Guillermo del Toro. I've scrolled past it. Hold on. We have got Marcel the Shell with the shoes on and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast and Turning Red. So this yeah. is like, if I had to put money on, Pinocchio's winning this. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, 1,000%. I think this is, so, this is very I think obvious. it's the most nailed on like prediction yeah I could make yeah yeah or maybe Avatar for visual effects but even still they could swerve and go for all quiet um, the Sea Beast was a surprise wasn't it like that wasn't supposed to be up there that's the one I would sub out 
Yeah. I'd sub that out yeah. and put Wendell, Wendell and Wild in there. So Wendell yeah. and Wild is from the director who did all the stop motion animation movies like Coraline and Nightmare, yeah. Before, Nightmare Before Christmas and stuff. From a technical point of view, I think it's way more impressive than the Sea Beast. However, from a storyline, from a story, it's probably not as good. But then again, the category is best film. I think best the, the Sea Beast is just very generic. CG, yeah. or sorry, generic animation, I think... You're you're right. The story is probably is probably a little bit of higher quality than maybe other movies, but that that's that's not really the category yeah, it's in. Exactly. Um, yeah, like as you said, I think Pinocchio is dead set. Like, I mean, if that gets beaten, all all bets are off. Like, um, I and if I okay, so I don't want it to win because no, I just I, I don't really like it. it. I ju- what do you do? What would you like to win? I've gone with Marcel the Shell with shoes on okay. and I don't love that movie but I would just love them to win it. Oh yeah. And okay. again this is not saying I don't think they should win it. Who do I think should win it? Pinocchio should win it. I just don't want it to win it because mm-hmm. I'm on someone else. I just I don't know. No so, maybe I should. Overrated. I think it was just very overrated. I, I would have gone for Puss in Boots and the, the only thing is like in Puss in Boots again you're creating your own world yeah no yeah, I think I've in, just, in Marcel the Shell they're literally just adding characters yeah, to I've, yeah I've just gone back on my other point in that like it's a well made movie but it's not a good movie Marcel? Pinocchio oh Pinocchio yeah exactly. so therefore it shouldn't win okay yeah, yeah no, I've convinced myself I will give it to Puss in Boots yeah. I want Puss in Boots to win I, I, I want really Antonio Banderas to go up there with me I want the <laughs> is he cat. a producer? no uh, it's who is it it's Joel Crawford and Mark Swift no idea no, no. DreamWorks lads yeah. but yeah See, I think. See, the, the problem with this category is: Are you awarding the film that is animated, or are you awarding the animation in, in the that film. film? Then it shouldn't be Marcel. Yeah, that's the thing. If it's the animation exactly. portion of it, but that's, as a film, it's probably one yeah. of the better ones. Now. But I, but I still think Puss in Boots is the best com- combination of the two. That's that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, you're good at this movie thing, aren't you? <laughs> Why do you think you keep bringing me back? I don't know. You're around. <laughs> exactly. Nothing else to do. <laughs> well, shall we talk about best supporting actor now? Okay. We have got Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inishirin, Brian Tree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for Fablemans, Barry Keoghan for The Banshees of Inishirin, and Kihu Kwan for Everything Ever All at Once. So I hadn't seen Causeway. I meant yeah. to watch it. I just, it's, it's an hour and a half. It's a bit like Apple. a war vet. I'm just, sometimes you just need something a bit cheery. And also, yeah. I'll get right into it. I'm delighted to see him nominated. So I, I'm cheery like the Iron Lady. <laughs> that's muck. That's that was that was like a Black Mirror episode, to be honest. No, Brian Tree Henry. I'll talk about him because I haven't seen the performance. But I'm just I've seen him in so many things, and his range between uh, Atlanta, Bullet Train, Eternals, yeah. And then I again I will watch this to see who's in it because I'm delighted to see him nominated. But I don't think he'll win again. I don't know because I haven't seen it. I'm delighted to see the two Irish lads, Brendan yeah. Gleeson, Barry Keoghan. I didn't. I I thought if one of them would get nominated, it'd be Brendan Gleeson. But yeah. I'm delighted to see Barry Keoghan yeah. here. And Judd Hirsch, he's grand in it, but no way was I like get get an Oscar nom to that lad. I I enjoyed his performance. Never thought it would be an Oscar nominee nom, nominee worthy performance, but. For, the, he, for me, he was, a high, he was a highlight in that movie. Because the movie's garbage, yeah. David. Of course <laughs> yeah. you're going to... Anything that's yeah. decent. There's like five good scenes in that movie and he's in one of them. Yeah. He is one of them. Yeah. But again, I think this is just the Fablemans getting the just Hollywood... Old Hollywood Academy yeah. people in there voting for it. Oh, because I think yeah. if you were to nominate something for the Fablemans, it's Paul Dano, 100%. And I think he's my sub for Snub here. Well, really, it would be him Paul for the Riddler. Paul Dano, really? For the, for the Fablemans, way better than Judd Hirsch. 
I don't know. I didn't think he was anything great. Better than Judd Hirsch. <laughs> okay. Fine. I don't know. Between that and the Riddler for the Batman, I'm just like, Paul Dano deserves some love this year. Yeah. Two yeah. great performances. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Fair. But that's not what these awards are. I know. But Keogh Kwan's going to win it. Oh, yeah. Again, and I, this is a lock. I do want him to win. Just just don't cry. Just, just. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The fact that he seems amazed at every award he wins. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Surely you're used to it by now. Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I feel like when Brendan Fraser wins now, it is a bit of a surprise because yeah. it could go either way. But I feel like Kihu Kwan needs to stop being like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's, he's having his moment. But yeah, I don't know why. I'm, I'm just bitter. Should yeah. Have been me. I should have been short round. No. That- <laughs> um, yeah, Kihu Kwan will win. And again, all bets are off if he doesn't because... I, I honestly don't know that's, oh, that's, runner, we should have done runners up actually runner up Barry Keoghan I would love Brendan Gleeson to win oh uh, I'd just love just for it. his career just for him he has always been that actor that is like I just love seeing him in stuff whether, yeah whether it's like he's in Harry Potter he's in Paddington he's in uh, Cockmillish <laughs> but this this is a bit of like a Leonardo DiCaprio thing yeah. in a way where it's like I don't want him to win for this no that's fair that's absolutely fair. Yeah, I mean, I'd much rather... Like, look, we'll talk about it a bit, a bit later, but something like Bill Nighy, I'm like, wow, you had that in you yeah. had to say. Like, you've gone through all these other movies yeah. and I don't... I don't. I think Brendan Gleeson... You know, I think this nomination could hopefully maybe get him Push into him. more yeah. Oscar Beatty movies that, yeah. you know... But, yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, it's absolutely... It's it's more just personal preference. Yeah. I, just I think Barry Keoghan's performance is better. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah. I would he, ask you, he'd probably be my runner-up, but yeah. again, I haven't seen Brightory Henry because um, I'm a sham and I should have watched all the movies. But, yeah, I... Oh, but Keith Kwan like deserves it oh, 1000% yeah. I think he is the best like he is incredible in that yeah. movie he does everything in that movie yeah. like he's emotional he does the action He he's funny at times the, yeah. like, but like most people in that cast how he's able to play different versions yeah. of himself yeah. top notch so, and to think this is his first movie in many yeah, many, many years, years incredible yeah. I don't think we cannot understate yeah. <laughs> overstate so, how so good obvious. he is in that yeah yeah, um, yeah. Kwan, and he deserves it yeah we're, ben, just being, we're just being biased towards the artist. Yeah, exactly. As yeah. rightly Speaking so. Speaking of, <laughs> best international feature film, oh, David. Okay, yeah. So we've got All Quiet in the Western Front, Argentina 1985, Close, EO, and The Quiet Girl. So we haven't I'm talked... Colin Kuhn. We haven't talked about... Well, sorry, we've only seen three of these. Yeah, I'm a sham. I'm just like... <laughs> I, I should have watched them all. Take it easy on yourself, will you? Um, we haven't talked about Argentina 1985 on air yet. That is true, actually. That's probably the first movie we haven't talked... As in all the other movies... Yeah. We probably have, except for our living and was this? I can't remember. Yeah, actually, nineteen eighty five, hundred percent deserves to be here. Yeah, I think it's a very well made movie. There's some great shots in it. The acting is incredible. I'm actually surprised the script didn't get nominated. Yeah, especially one speech. But then I realised that's not like that's a real life thing that just yeah, happened. Yeah, exactly. They because I don't know if you saw the shot for shot. Thing, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. So it's, for anyone who doesn't know what Argentina 1985 is, it's basically about how the, what's it, the military court in Argentina yeah, passed they, on judging the former dictators of the country and then pass it to like the government. No, well, government. there was a military coup. Yeah. And during it, they they just, they were, the whole country was under military rule for ages. And uh, they were just, because there was, there's a lot of rebels in the country, uh, there was this thing where they were, they were rounding up people bringing them to torture camps, trying to get information out of them. It was a bit like a, a kind of a cold civil war, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and then eventually the country eventually becomes a democracy. And this is the story about those uh, military leaders going on trial for the crimes they committed during the military coup yeah. while they were in command. Um, 
so again nothing i had actually uh, known about pre-watching this movie but i i absolutely i i don't want to say i enjoyed it but being learning all about exactly this yeah is just so it's like how did we not know about this and i described it to you the best way to describe it is like trial of the chicago seven which was a great movie that came out was last year year before 2020 2020 and spotlight and it's it's just because i it's not like as revealing as spotlight it's not like that investigative journalism but it's you find out things and then it's that trial which eventually comes towards the kind of the last third of the movie which i just found intriguing Mm -hmm. and really engaging um and uh, if I if I was to pick one movie that deserves to win, I think it would be this one. I think I don't wow. think it will win. Yeah, and I know it's unfair because there's an Irish movie here which I would love to win, and then there's another movie here which I think will win. <laughs> so, yeah. so I've I've hit, literally hit three different movies from three different categories there, or for three different areas there. But just from and again, I know it's personal preference for me because this is the type of movie that I love. It's just political intrigue, conspiracies, and learning stuff as you go along. Uh, felt very easy to follow even though it was in spanish and mm-hmm. no spanish but it and there's a lot of heart in it as well yeah so yeah yeah and i i don't know for me i think i i said this to you earlier where i was like i don't know if i just liked it so much because i didn't know any of it yeah. you know what i mean and i think that's like nearly like a good documentary kind of yeah. thing where you're learning all about this and yeah i i was so surprised by it because i get i don't know i don't know what i, I knew it was good but it, it kind of exceeded my expectations yeah. in a way again when you're watching something on amazon you're not I don't know if you don't expect it to be good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. I think it won't win. Yeah. I think it, All Quite the Western Front is probably a lock here as well because it's nominated for Best Picture nominee as well. So my thing in it here is could... No. They, they, won't, gi- they no. won't give this to something else and then give All Quiet something, you know, a, a visual effects or a, a story or something... I uh, I just have a hope and dream because they they haven't voted yet. Yeah, and I just I just really hope the Quiet Girl on Colin Kuhn has just been slowly gathering. Momentum. Oh yeah, I hope and dream. Netflix have a bigger budget to push this sort yeah. of stuff. They're hundred percent. They're gonna like Netflix getting another Oscar. Like yeah. they'll love that. They got um they got Roma a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think that's a lock on here. Quiet Girl, it's honored to be nominated. Yeah, like nominated, that's that's yeah. huge. For such a small I, movie. I don't think it's. The best of these, no. but my God, do I, it's the one I would recommend out of all three yeah. to anyone because the other two are heavy, <laughs> heavy movies. Yeah. And you might not think IG95 is, but there's some scenes yeah. with some depositions and um, testimonial stuff. It's, you learn things. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> fucking rough. And All Quiet, I think, is a very important movie. I think everyone should watch that movie. Yeah. However, when you do so is very, um, has Point. to be very strategic yeah. because it, it brings you down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I. I. think All Quiet will win. I want the Quiet Girl to win or on Colin Keane to win. Oh, Sub for Snub. Sub for Snub. Get. Oh yeah. So sorry. I haven't seen Closer EO, but I've chosen EO to sub out because it's about <laughs> some donkey. Uh, and I wanted to put in or or. I was gonna say decision to leave. Uh, or or hundred percent. I'd say. What if we get rid of the two we haven't seen? I put those two in. would. I if if or or was in this category, I I'd I'd. Well, you know the issue with that is, I, yeah. So the so India put so the movie India put forward is something called the Last Film Show, yeah. uh, which is meant to be quite good by all regards. But I think in terms of the sensationalism that captured audiences worldwide, or or is that movie? Well, see, that's the thing. I I thought or would have more of a chance. Well, it obviously have more of a chance of, of getting nominated for Best Picture than for Best International Film. 
I don't think it can get nominated. But yeah, yeah I, I understand that. Yeah, stupid. Sorry. Stupid. So if anyone doesn't understand, only one movie from each country can get nominated each year, or can get put forward to by, be nominated yeah. by that country. So, for example, if you have, say, The Quiet Girl and another Irish movie, those Wildfire. two, yeah, exactly. Those two can't go forward to be nominated by the Oscars. Only one of them. So the the Irish Film Board had to choose and the same thing happened with India they obviously had to choose either or or, or was the last film show Yeah. Uh, so they picked the last film show which was wrong <laughs> no it probably is right though but yeah, like okay, I, but I think or or is just a blockbuster yeah. oh, it's incredible I, I just to see that being performed at the Oscars is just gonna be I can't wait for that. I cannot wait uh, it's gonna be I'm, I'm so I hope they don't fuck it <laughs> Uh, well, well, actually, will we skip to that or have, have sure. my notes? No, no, no stick, stick to the plan, guys. Stick to the plan. Okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do original screenplay. I don't know if people are enjoying this, David, but I'm having a great time. So sorry, we 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 all think all quiet's all gonna quiet. win. We would like the quiet girl to win. Yeah. Sub for snub. We're saying or or. I put in or or. I put in decision to leave because I love fine. that movie. That's fine. <laughs> we're gonna talk about best original screenplay, David, and in this category we've got. The Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fableman's Tar, and Triangle Sadness. Sorry, I'm going through here. It's under writing. <laughs> not, not original. <laughs> there you go. So, okay. This is this is this plays into what we were saying earlier about this will depend on who gets best picture, yeah. who gets director, and who gets screenplay. Yeah. Because I think, for example, I think so. Fableman's is either going to get a win here or a win yeah. a director. I pray to God it doesn't win Best Picture. No, big time, yeah. But I think it'll either get here or Best Director. I don't want it to get either, but I just feel like that's the way it's going. Who I think deserves it is probably the Banshees of Inisherin, Because I... Yeah. I, I don't know. I think uh, I... W- yeah, okay, fair. It's either that or everything else. Because, like, uh, that as a screenplay is, is better. Better, yeah. Yes. Or, I don't know... Yeah, no, I'm I'm sticking to it. No, I, I hype myself about this, and also it's probably Banshee's only real chance of winning an Oscar. See, I would say if like <laughs> I know it doesn't make any sense, but if you were to read any of them as a book rather than watch them as a movie, <laughs> I everything ever all at once probably no, doesn't. No, I just hold think up. I think visually everything ever all at once like that's the best movie. But like I think you could put Banshee's on the page and still get the same. Yeah. Reaction out I, I, I Also, so, so how I kind of judged screenplays, and again, this is by an absolute amateur and unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> it's like usually dialogue, story, and character yeah. arc. That's kind of the three things I think about. I yeah. think dialogue in Banshees yeah. exceeds any of these. Yeah. I think the character arc kind of, again, is Banshees. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't remember why I didn't like that movie. <laughs> and then I think the story is where everything ever all at once yeah. probably, probably held. So out of those three categories Banshee sticks too so I'd kind of give it that yeah Fableman's Antar can just be binned yeah I I don't know what they're doing in there my sub for snub is the Woman King and put it and just take out either Tar or Fableman's I was going to say the menu but I don't know if that is oh yeah is that adapted or original yeah that's good so we actually let's take out the Fableman's Antar and put in the Woman King in the menu yeah solid who do you think will win and who do you want to win Banshee's to win no I'd like them to win yeah and what will win again I think I, I as you say I think Banshee if if things go the way I think they will I think Banshee's will win this yeah yeah okay now we're gonna go on to adapted screenplay David so that should be near that's just, your notes. just one, one up there you go <laughs> so we've got All Quiet in the Western Front Glass Onion Living Top Gun Maverick and Women Talking so okay 
I oh, wow yeah so this, like, this is a bit harder I find because they're very different movies yeah so it's hard to kind of compare them all across so well, I think we can go straight to for, for to sub sub for snub yeah oh take out Top Gun take out Top Gun what is that because doing that there? shouldn't be in that's there that's bad dialogue <laughs> bad character arc yeah. and the story is so bang average it's yeah. just a re- repurposed Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible uh, script yeah so, that so can, get that can... out of there for me stick okay yeah this, this is controversial get the quiet girl in there lad <laughs> uh, no think about it character arc dialogue and whatever that other thing I said was story okay. I think that has a tight 90 minute script I don't know because it's adapted from the novel Foster yeah um, sorry I'm trying to look for something that might have been adapted uh, no I yeah I think that's or that's... you could put the Batman there if you really wanted David but I I don't know yeah I, I couldn't really think of another one because again to find it do you know the way sometimes it's like this movie was made from a, a advertisement in the local newspaper about a lawnmower and then it's all about like World War 2 and you're just like alright cool don't know why you had to make that adapted Confess Flesh <laughs> <laughs> I, know that, I know that's an adapted one um yeah, there's nothing really here I can think of that's like, maybe Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. That's adapted, isn't it? Is the screenplay any good for that? No, probably yeah. not. <laughs> Is Decision to Leave an adapted screenplay? Get that somewhere in there. That deserves to be in there somewhere. Yeah, it's it's a hard one. Um, It's a hard one because I, I'm not sure which one is adapted. Did Knives film. Out win Best Script? Best Original Screenplay? Ooh, I don't know about that, did I? Can't remember because yeah, I think I think Rian Johnson. I, I think how he writes stories and how his how the yeah. what's whatever the word I'm looking for here, how he like kind of intertwines all these storylines yeah. stuff is so impressive. And I I just don't think it's that sort of I don't know. It, it, I I don't think it has that Oscar caliber of like what what usually wins these awards. However, oh no, it was nominated. Sorry, ugh, I need to fucking. Count it that. got nominated. It got nominated. Yeah. I'm just trying to find who the fuck. But yeah, so I think I think I would like to see. I don't know, like what I like. To see, I don't think it deserves to win. I don't know, but like again, I wouldn't mind Rian Johnson getting one. Okay, yeah, no, a nice end lost to Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Makes um, sense. But and then I'll quite in the Western Front. Yeah, fine. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. Could it? Could it win here? And they give something else because like adapt. It is well adapted, but is it the best movie? I think. Women Talking's going to win this. Okay. I think it's so script heavy. Like it is, the movie is the script. Yeah. I know that's a really obvious thing to say. However, it's a movie all about talking. Yeah. The script is like, you know, like I, I just think if it's going to win anything, it'll yeah. win here. And I think it probably stands the, the closest chance. Yeah. I think Top fair. Gun's been, Living is perfectly fine. Uh, this script is, the dialogue is very poignant and there's scenes early on in the movie. So Living actually, I haven't, we haven't talked about this in the podcast either, yeah. but basically it's about this guy who is a bureaucrat and uh, he's like very old and he's coming to the end of his career, but also he gets diagnosed with a kind of a terminal illness and all of a sudden he starts to sort of look back on life and realise the opportunities he missed and wants to start living. But it's directed by the guy, it's written by the guy who did Never Let Me Go. Yeah. The Whale. No, you can't nominate the whale. The because whale, the script is the exact same okay, as the play. So yeah, that's. Yeah, I was thinking that. Okay, so it, it's, I it's doubt not, they added anything. Uh, okay, that was my thing. You're really in full force there, trying to think of something instead of uh, the Quiet Girl. Why do you hate Irish movies, Dave? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Neil Isakum. There you go. Uh, no, that's fair. Sorry, I'm just I'm just trying to add some something to the conversation, Gary. Yeah, that's fair. Um, no, do you know what? Bullet train. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> I'm seeing those numbers dip off okay we're gonna circle back now to original song 
So, Sari, who's going to win there? Women talk. You think I women think talk women talk is going to win. Quiet. Yeah, I think all that's, quiet. That's not bad. I just think, I think... I'd like to see Glass Onion win, but I don't think it will. I just think how they do the Oscars now is they yeah. spread shit around. Yeah. And they this is like, there's no way... It's not going to win Best Picture, so therefore it's... Exactly. They'll be like, I want this movie to win an award. This is the only category yeah. it's going to be a possible for it to win in. Yeah. And All Quiet has a lot of other opportunities. Yeah. I don't think Glass Onion has that sort of Oscar oh, no, buzz it's not, it's or caliber. I'd like it to win. That's, I, that's, yeah, exactly. That's Living, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm very surprised to see it nominated, to be honest, but... Is that an English movie? It is, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's quite good. I would recommend it, but... I'm not going to go looking for it it's, if it's it comes funny. up on stream. And then yeah. Top Gun Maverick, get it the hell out of there. In the bin. Uh, but we're going to move on to Best Original Song, David. This oh, category, I this, have, I've always had... This it, one is a lock. This It is a lock, but I have... I Like, has I, been discussed on this podcast many, 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 many times. I have serious issues with this category because I don't believe a song should be nominated unless it's part of the movie. I think if it plays over the credits, it should be discounted. Elton John's out there with his Oscar in retirement for a song that nobody can tell you the name of and is at the end of his movie. Oh, is that not... Do you not win for Lion King? I meant his more recent Oscar. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I was just... That's one recently. I just remember being over what the credits. What did he win? You remember the end of Rocketman? There's a... Cre- there's a... There's Wait, he won for... Uh, I Won't Die. But what's it called? <laughs> what's that? What's the one? What's the Rocketman? One? Yeah, what's the one at the end? This is the point. I don't know. No, the one... Like, it's famous song. What are you talking about? I'm still standing. Sorry. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry. No, there's one that's over the credits, and he won for that. Okay, I just yeah. think it's bullshit. No, okay. But anyway, so yeah, and then you have like the the song from Judas and the Black Messiah. One. What is that song? Yeah, I don't know. What is the song for? Oh, sorry, that Rocket Man song was called Brackets. I'm gonna love me again. Shallow winning. Perfect. Yeah. That's the type of movie I'm talking about. Coco, remember me. Perfect. La La Land. Does that stars, not does that perfect. not narrow it down to a certain type of movie? That, yeah, absolutely. That songs. But like, why are we why are we nominating Judas and the Black Messiah for best original song? Oh, why yeah. is that? Like, it doesn't need that exposure. Give it to songs. Give it to music. Like, like hardworking songwriters who were like have to make it fit the narrative. Sing Street, think, Gary. Why wasn't Sing Street? Sing, exactly. The James Bond songs. We all know my thoughts on those <laughs> as well. What do you think about the more recent ones, Gary? <laughs> Don't, don't get me started, David. This has been well. We need to wrap this up. <laughs> we need to wrap this up. But anyway, so I think uh, for the ones that are nominated, I think it can only be Natu Natu because that is a song that is the performance of the song itself, the story it tells within that, and it just being an absolute banger of a tune. Yeah. Top marks. Love it. What about that Black Panther song, though? I kind of liked that over the credits, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it should win best original song. Do you know Ryan Coogler wrote the lyrics? Yeah, so That's what? good for him. But I have two good sub for snubs, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, go on. So I think... Get get Lady Gaga out of there. Because one, I think it's a bad song. Oh, yeah. How do you not end it with anything? To- it's so... Yeah. Get it out of there. Just bin it. Yeah. And I think sub in... Anything from Enter, Enter Galactic. Anything from oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything from yeah. that. Put it in there. Exactly. 100%. Also, side note, Good Afternoon from Spirited. It's a great song. Okay, I it, haven't seen it. I know. It, it's a very fun song. I don't know if it deserves best uh, best original song, but I'd like to see Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell at the Oscars singing it. It's yeah. basically about, in the movie, there is, uh, back in Will Ferrell's day, because he's from olden times, yeah. saying Good Afternoon is a very rude thing to do. Uh, so they go around singing good afternoon to everyone and they all get offended. It's very fun. And it's good dancing. That movie's good in parts, except for Jimmy Fallon. But, <laughs> yeah, Natu Natu. It's a banger of a tune. Everyone should go watch Aurora if they haven't seen it. They should definitely listen to Natu Natu if they yeah. haven't heard it. Or watch it on YouTube. Watch it on YouTube, yeah. But just watch the three-hour movie. It's better. Watch it. Uh, yeah, the, the only thing I had out there was Intergalactic, which is class. Yeah. Anything from that movie. Yeah. 100%. Now we're getting into the beefy ones, David. Yeah. No, no, no more fun anymore. We're doing Best Director, David. 
That was it. This is the big. This, this is the, we're in the big leagues now. Big, big leagues now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have Matt McDonough for the Manchester United sharing. Daniel Kwan for and uh, Daniel S. Shineart. Where was that earlier Sorry. in the podcast? I couldn't see it. I can't. I can't say it if I can't read yeah. it. <laughs> Everything ever all at once. Steven Spielberg for the Fabians. Todd Field for Tyre and Ruben Osland for Triangle of Sadness. Just want to point out. Love that Ruben Austin got yeah. nominated. I yeah. think what he did in that movie was really, really interesting and cool and funny and smart. The screenplay was also good. Which screenplay was also for adapted. Oh no, sorry, original. Original. I I don't think he'll win. No. But I'm delighted to see him. Todd Field. There's a good movie. As we said at the time, there's a good movie in there. Yeah. And he's responsible for that. <laughs> but at the same time, he's also responsible for the bad parts. <laughs> and we have then the the three main ones. I don't think Martin McDonough will win. No. But I think it's down to the two Daniels and Fablemans Steven Spielberg I could so see Steven Spielberg getting this this is one of the things I love Steven Spielberg Steven Spielberg is one of my favourite directors he's directed some of my favourite movies of all time it is a disgrace that he is in this yeah. nom- <laughs> he is part of this nomination um, most if he wins for it it's like the most undeserving he's no, ever been like again I, of all the I've seen 20 something Spielberg I've watched a lot of movies so I don't yeah. that but <laughs> Of all of his movies, I think this is his my second least favorite. The first, the most being War Horse because that's garbage. <laughs> but this is like the is least. The BFG? No, I refuse because okay, that that might put me over the edge. But payments. There's not. I, look, just go back and listen to us rant in the middle. Yeah. But I just think this... in terms of being a visionary, you know, a filmmaker who adds so much to the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. The Daniels, surely. Yeah should get this um, so this uh, this has brought us back to the whole politics behind nominations mm-hmm. There's one, if there's one thing that Hollywood loves it's Steven Spielberg because he's made them a lot of money so that's why yeah. he is nominated if the Daniels don't win I'll be shocked I, would I, wouldn't, love, be, I wouldn't be shocked I'd be I disappointed mean, yeah oh big time like if anyone deserves it yeah like for for putting a movie together like they did oh yeah with so many moving parts so many things going on I'm sure they're they're probably nominated for editing as well. We have probably not doing that. No, no, or I'm not. No, do I'm people, saying. Do I'm just, care? No, I don't, I'm if not we, saying. I swear to God, we get comments of people like, "Where's the editing category?" <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just adding that as an element because there was so much going on in that movie, and there was so much that could have gone wrong. That, yeah, like we could have got could have lost in the middle of that movie, but it did. We don't. Uh, I w- honestly would be, yeah, as you say, disappointed if they didn't win. If I would be, I would love if. Um, Mark McDonough won as well. I think he's more chance winning for writing, as you yeah. say. But see, this is what I mean. I could see everything ever all at once winning Best Picture and Steven Spielberg getting Best Director. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, and that's I'm terrified. I have sleepless nights about it, David. Um, if I was to sub anyone in, I'm probably saying... <sighs> Matt Reeves, maybe. Oh, you're not ready for her, I'm about to say, for mine. Okay. Well, or... I'd get Steven Spielberg out of there. Bin him, first of all. I was, I was going to say Todd Field as well. No, I, Todd Field did more interesting things. Like no, that. no, I said the two of them. I was going to say no, I, no, I think no, Steven Spielberg, I think is that appalling movie. Appalling. <laughs> no, like I haven't seen what Todd Field's done. Seen what Steven Spielberg can do. Yeah. That is appalling. Yeah. You phoned it in. You had, you easy, you like, you knew the story. It was your life. How'd <laughs> <laughs> you fuck it up that much? Uh, get Steven Spielberg and you're not ready for this, my, my sub. Baz Luhrmann. I was gonna. Th- I was gonna say Baz Luhrmann. Are you I look- saying you'd say Baz Luhrmann? <laughs> I don't love Elvis. I don't love Baz Luhrmann. But my God, did he go out and make an Elvis movie directed yeah. by Baz Luhrmann? Like the choices he made, really are that movie. And I think if you had any other director 
that movie could have fall to, like just fallen yeah, to pieces. Okay. And I think what he brought and what he injected into it with his cat, like and you've, I've seen him speak about the movie and like the fact that he's such good friends with like Lisa Marie before she passed. So yeah, think, yeah. Like, or yeah, and then like, like so connected to the family and like had such heart in making that movie. Again, I didn't like what he did, <laughs> but I can't deny the effort. It was a I, movie. <laughs> it was a movie, but I can't deny that his vision and his create the creativity he brought to it were certainly there, and I could tell it was a Baz Luhrmann movie more than I could that Fablemans was a Steven Spielberg movie yeah ah uh, yeah okay um, Matt Reeves for the Batman mm. could be up there uh, what's his name for Top Gun no no Christopher yeah. McQuarrie no no I tell you that, no. that's a well directed no, no, movie no 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 do you want to know who directed that Tom Cruise well okay just put, it up, put Tom Cruise in there he's not directed um, I don't know if this this one no it's not really this won't shock you but I was going to say Jordan Peele as well for Nope mm. Like, if anything about that movie is good, it's the directing. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so I think they're the ones that are coming to mind. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I just want to actually circle back on one that we missed. Best, oh, original, best original score. Yeah. Because oh, sorry. We need to we need to talk about that. I thought we were gonna yeah, I, I, I actually, I, I did miss it in my original. Yeah. Thing, so I, did it. I literally made the order 30 seconds before we started recording. So we've got All Quiet in the Western Front, Babylon, The Banshees of Inishering, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fableman's... Sorry, I can read the I can read the, the the conductors if you want, but I've lost it again. Okay, I'll, I'll say them again. <laughs> I have them here. <laughs> uh, that was quick. Volker, so, so Ber, Bertel. See, that's why I didn't do it. Justin Her- Hurwitz, Carter Burrell, Son Looks, John Williams. So this is why I remember <laughs> that we forgot about it. Get John Williams out of there. Yeah. Love that he's ninety years old. And Love yeah. that he's but he's won enough, hasn't he? He's won enough. But also, this is his weakest score. <laughs> I turned her, I turned around to you. It was like, what was even the score of that movie? <laughs> Garbage. It was Neil Algary. That was awesome. <laughs> Neil Algary. Perfect way to score that movie. And uh, perfect Neil Algary movie, but their key sorry Neil Algary movie, but their keeper had been sent off. And you still couldn't score. <laughs> yeah. Outrageous behavior. Get John Williams out there. Get Michael Giacchino for the Batman in yeah. there. Hundred yeah. percent. I don't think the Batman should win, but it's better. It's than... It's better than the Fablemans. I would say it's better than. It's better, yeah. It's better than I th- everything ever. All at once had a great score. Banshees of Inisherin had a great score. I can't remember the quite all quite in the Western. You front. were just horrified. By what was uh, yeah, exactly. I think my visuals <laughs> were too focused on that. But we know, we know what deserves to win. Babylon, my God! Like the movie's all over the place, <laughs> but the score is it good? I don't know. But I loved it the most. <laughs> it's so enjoyable. Ah, uh, like you can listen to it afterwards. Any it'll pump you up. Any scene where that score, so this, it's not, it's not like. There's this like same song that they've like remixed in different ways. Yeah. When that's on in a scene, the movie's like ten times better. Yeah. Even though the scene might be bad, once that score is on it, yeah. I feel like you can put that score over anything. And you can play that at a funeral, and you'd be like, "This is a pretty good time. <laughs> I'm having a good time here. Yeah, this is hectic. This is just chaos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd love to play that song in a kindergarten and just see the kids absolutely <laughs> yeah. lose their minds. Yeah. Uh, oh, unbelievable. Uh, Justin Hershwitz again. He did La La Land. He did the First Man. He did Whiplash. Did he win for any of them? I don't think he did. Let me double check. Why just, you just, just search his name. Maybe oh, is that how Google works? Is it? No, but so, it'll, so it'll what do I do? Oh, is there a search? Do I put it in the search bar? And should, just his name? It should come up pretty Any other information? So he has one Oscars for La La Land, Best Score, and City of Stars. He won for yeah. that as well. Yeah. And then he was also nominated for Audition, The Fools Could Dream, and then he was nominated for Babylon. Ah, uh, he 100% deserved to win that. Yeah. I think that's an incredible score. That is a score that enhances a movie, and I think that's kind of what... And again, I don't know about, like, it... fucking notes, <laughs> but I can tell you I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
I just feel like this could be one where they're like, mm, we haven't given all quite or Banshees enough. So no, we'll just, no, no. So we're down to the last three, David. Oh, believe it or not, Jesus. Okay. So we've got best actor, best actress, and best picture to go. So I'm gonna start with best actress just because best actor could take about three hours, and we're probably better leaving that towards the end. So what's somewhat disappointing? I thought. Michelle Yeoh was on obviously the nominees first. So there's Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna Diamas for Blonde, Andrea, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I thought Michelle Yeoh was a lock. Yeah. It's not looking like that anymore. What's the world come to? So you think Kate Blanchett's going to win? Uh, that's the bookie's favourite. Okay. And um, she won the BAFTA and she won the Golden Globe. I know she was in a different category to, to Michelle Yeoh, but how do you not give it to Michelle Yeoh? Yeah. Action, heart, drama, like just everything, comedy, everything she does in that movie. Yeah. That was one of the best performances. One of the best like, And you know what's really unfortunate as well? And I might have mentioned this in the podcast before. Whereas most years, the actresses who are nominated for best actress are in bad movies. Yeah. Whereas this year, that's still the case, but <laughs> not for Michelle Yeoh and yeah. everything ever all at once. Yeah. That is a great movie with a great best actress lead. That's, that's, that's the gold standard, I think. Yeah, and I think also just what those two movies say about women as well. Women yeah. as well. Oh, wow, yeah. Like, it, like I honestly thought Michelle Yeoh was, a lot, as you say, a lock, but yeah. <laughs> I, I Look, I do think Kate Blanchett is deserving. I like, yeah. take Michelle oh, yeah, Yeoh out there. Yeah. I think she gives an incredible performance, holds that movie together. That whole, the fact that she just, yeah, Kate Blanchett is an absolute tour de force in that movie and is so, so good. Tour de force, Gary? Wow, you really are cinema man. <laughs> I am a cinema man. And, <laughs> 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 she's really good like <laughs> but she's like super she's yeah, she like does a pro- great job she's a proper actor <laughs> no and then uh, Michelle Yeoh is I like I don't know I'd I just be, yeah, I, I'd still be shocked if she doesn't it, I'd love a tie no no give it to no. Michelle give it to Michelle Yeo. She Kate Blanchett has two Oscars she, oh, yeah exactly yeah and she already was involved with the whole Andrea Riseborough yeah, situation she was part of that problem yeah, yeah. um I haven't seen Blonde. I haven't mm. seen Two Leslie. I haven't seen Two Leslie. I've seen But Blonde. I get rid of Michelle Williams. No. She's so... It does, her performance makes no sense in that movie. I think that's the character. She, I think... I think she, much I think much like Anna D. Amerson Blonde, she executed perfectly yeah, what she was asked she to do. She was asked to do. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. she acted. <laughs> it's just the character was bonkers and I didn't understand what the fucking point was. Yeah. But I did understand the point. It was just the point was bad. But... Michelle Williams, I thought she gave a, like she went one hundred twenty percent for that movie, yeah. and I gotta respect that. And I thought she did a good job. The again, I said for the movie's bad. And the Amazon Blonde, so I watched Blonde. Don't know why. I said in the podcast I wouldn't watch Blonde. I watched Blonde. Yeah. It's <laughs> as shocking as I expected. Yeah. So therefore, I think I was able to sit through it. And the Amazon again nails on a chalkboard dialogue and situations at yeah. times. However, she does. <laughs> so well yeah and I forget it's Anna de Armas at times and it honestly f- feels like it's Marilyn Monroe so well done there I'm glad she's been nominated because it saves her career somewhat and that she's not known for a bad movie at least she was a good part in a bad movie yeah. what I find really interesting is the Razzies have like nominated everything else about the movie Except besides her, Anna yeah. de Armas yeah. and I think that's entirely that's totally fair so I think if I was to do a sub for Snub I don't know what Andrew Riseborough is like so I'm not going to pick her but if I, for me I'd have to pick between Anna Armas or Michelle Williams I'd have to say I'd get rid of Anna Armas and okay. I'd put in Viola Davis for the woman key yeah uh, I was going to say the same just looking for some, anyone else that might 
be worth in a, a in a worser year. Leslie Manville for Miss Cyrus Goes to Paris. Yeah, in a worser year. Yeah, a worser year. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only way I can think of. Um, yeah, it's a difficult one because, as you say, it's 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 so often that we see um, actresses in a leading role be that that character in a bad movie that had a great performance, something like that. Yeah. The two Leslie thing, I think, is is very interesting. It's it's yeah. It's uh, I I wouldn't attend the Oscars if I was her. Yeah. It's too much backlack. Yeah. I think she could make a boot. So if anyone doesn't know, basically, Angie Rice boot was in this very very indie movie nobody heard about, and basically her and her production team basically reached out to a lot of Hollywood, suspiciously not suspiciously, but it, it, conveniently a lot of white yeah. Hollywood actors and people in the industry to sort of spread the word around, and there was word that she might have had her Oscar nomination revoked because it broke some laws about um what's the word campaigning yeah. and uh, rallying for votes and such yeah, so yeah. i think yeah i think I, and also what you, uh, i didn't see till but you said the actress and that was very very good yeah. as well uh, oh i can't remember her name but she's so what do i do put it Dry- into the machine Dry- do i write her Dreisdale name dale or something like that like yeah sorry that's my fault i should have known that it is danielle Dr- deadwire deadwire yeah Danielle Deadweiler. And I think she, yeah, she should have been nominated. Yeah, that's shocking, actually, yeah. Over Michelle Williams. Yeah, she literally loses her son. Oh, wow. <laughs> the actual actress yeah. for the movie. That's that's method acting. Uh, Take it a bit too far, David. Yeah, it is pretty heartbreaking. I haven't seen Too Leslie. Too Leslie could be great, but as a movie about a son who gets um, I'm not going to say it yeah. keep going <laughs> um, okay so I think who will win pessimistically I'm going to say Kate Blanchett I want surely not she's been she already has two odds Oscars. on favour yeah but that means nothing <laughs> now I mean if Michelle Yeoh doesn't win I'll be shook <laughs> yeah yeah okay fine I think Michelle Williams should win, will win, and I want her to The win. other thing that does happen in the Oscars um, is when you have two favourites like this in one category, sometimes they split the vote. Yeah. So what happens is, like, uh, you know, I'm not going to say 50%, say, like, 40% of people go for... And I think that's going to happen in our next category. Yeah. We could probably talk yeah. about them. Um, they split the vote, and then what happens is a huge surprise happens where someone comes out of nowhere. I think the only thing about that is... That the other three, I think, are just all... The two weak. Yeah, they're no, they're, there's, there's no it's one It's going to happen there. in the next... My biggest fear is it'll happen in the next category. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just... So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. What are your predictions then for the best actress then? So, we'll wrap this up. Michelle or Michelle Yeoh will win. Yeah. Okay. So, best actor. We've got Austin Butler yeah. for Elvis. Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Paul Meskell for After Sun. And Bill Nye for Living. So, this is where I think there's two frontrunners in Colin Farrell and... Brendan Brendan Fraser. Fraser. And Austin Butler could win. Yeah. I'm really worried about Austin Butler. If Austin Butler wins, I'll actually cry. <laughs> I'd be so annoyed. He's grand. You said he was great. When you watched it first, you said he was great. I think it's Which he is great. I think he's still doing the voice and that's what's pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. He's... He, no, he is good. He No, he is good. He's good. He's he's good. No, I, I'm just so... I'm just bracing but, myself because... See, the problem, the problem is you don't think he was acting. Now, because he, he's he's followed that... Oh, on. no, he's just annoying me. That's, yeah. that's okay. the point. Because, like, I've I've gotten onto the thing where I've seen him since and I'm like, yeah, you're just doing your Elvis shtick. Yeah. My like, thing is he's so, going to keep it until awards campaign is over. Yeah. And I think him winning the BAFTA yeah. is a serious indication that he is a sleeping threat. Because that was the first one they we seen those... All in the same category, wasn't 
Yes, and the like... reason, well, see, the reason, so he oh, he also won Best uh, Actor at the Golden Globes for Drama, but yeah. Brendan Fraser was never going to win that because he has spoken yeah, out about he the, hates Golden the, he hates the Golden Globes. So, yeah, the first time I see all three of them go in a, well, and then also, who won SAG? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, yeah. I think Brendan Fraser will win it. Yeah. Because I think how they, so basically how the Academy works sometimes is not all Academy members vote on all categories. Yeah. It's yeah. like the acting people vote in acting, and yeah. but also they get some say in other stu- in other categories and such. So I think Brendan Fraser will win, and I think he deserves to win. Yeah. I want Colin Farrell to win. Oh, yeah. We don't D- like, that's I, yeah. deep down. But also, I think also just, to, and again, this is way at the end of the podcast from when we first started talking about it, but as much as we rag on the Oscars not being, you know, they don't mean anything. They mean a lot to Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And they mean a lot for his career. Yeah. And I think him getting an Oscar means more to him and to people who love Brendan Fraser, yeah. who have gone through shit he has gone through, yeah. more than it is Colin Farrell. Yeah. Which hurts to say. But oh, Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell is in the... Is in the um, running. What? No, I'm just saying he's, he's in that realm of like, he could do another movie yeah. in the next while. Um, who knows what Brendan Fraser will be doing? Yeah, he, I don't know. Brendan Fraser's big f- movie was supposed to be Batgirl. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, do you, sorry, just something that came to my my head there uh, is: is there any chance that they could have pushed Paul Mescal into supporting actor? Because I feel like I don't know if he's in that movie enough to be uh, a lead role. I know it's 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 not. It makes no difference. It's just something that was just um, in there. No, I would say they're co-leads. Okay, fair. Because um, it's much about his story than it is her, as it is hers. There's one you could put in uh, best actor is that little girl. She's a class. <laughs> yeah, but, but again, if you're not again, it's hard for kids. You can't. Yeah. You can't nominate kids. Yeah. You're not nominating for Razzies. You can't nominate for Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Did the Ojo Rabbit kid get nominated? No, but I wouldn't have given it to him. No, I wouldn't have given it to him either. But it's just that's the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm completely gone off chop topic. Uh, Brendan Fraser, I think, will win, and I would like him to win, even though. Again, it's that thing of Colin Farrell's whole year. Yes, like, and yeah, he's had a career. career. He has a, had a career as well. And I, and I think in terms of like Oscar level performances, I think Colin Farrell has done a lot more than yeah. Brendan Fraser has. Yeah, uh, as you say, I, I'm worried about Austin Butler because oh, I think just, I think just, those two might split the vote, and Austin Butler might win. Yeah, very worried. Bill Nighy though, yeah. I just want to mention that because again, I watched Living recently. He's very good in it. Yeah, I don't. Think- you, you were just surprised that he had that in his locker. Or somewhat, yeah. But I watched again. I watched it under the guise of he's nominated for an Oscar here, so I was kind of yeah. maybe overanalyzing it a bit too much. Yeah. And I don't think it's intended to be an Oscar level performance in a way. Yeah. The same it, way is like I feel if you watch Paul Maskell in After Sun after he was nominated, yeah. you're kind of like I don't see the fuss. Yeah. But I think Living, I think he just, I think he just gives a, such a solid, just really good performance, and he inhabits that role so well. And there's kind of two sides to that character where he kind of starts off as like I said that sort of old cold he's just a cold man bureaucracy doesn't talk to any of his co-workers and then see it like I said as, like earlier on as he goes to like learn to live a, live, live a little and the sort of different relationships he has with different people and the stances he has the stances he has on some things in the late in the latter half of the movie compared to the first half of the movie how Bill Nighy um, sort of plays the same character yeah. but is com- polarized completely opposite yeah. I think is really cool to see so I I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think... I wouldn't have been like, he deserves to be nominated. I don't think he deserves not to be nominated. He's just there. I'm just happy for Bill Nye. He's a first-time nominee. Love it. Because, like, he's always been that actor that's just brought legitimacy to some yeah. terrible movies. 
Also, if you if you give him an Oscar for any of the other performances, Davy Jones. Davy Jones. I think yeah. you'd get an Oscar for Davy Jones. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything we'd sub for Snub? Yep. Get Paul Mescal out there. Yeah. And I shit you not, and I know this sounds like a joke. Get Robert Robert, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson in there. I was gonna say the same thing. I think I yeah. I understand it's it I just there's something about two white lads in their mid to late twenties being like, I actually think Batman should have been nominated. <laughs> yeah. But he should have been nominated. Yeah. His and I saw someone talking about it online where they're just like it's not even his acting, like with words and his act, like movement. It's his eyes. Yeah. His eye acting is yeah. unlike anything you've ever Phenomenal. seen before. Yeah. And again, I think how he's able to do the whole menacing, you know, Dark Knight, but then also the you know gothy emo, gothy emo yeah. Robert, pa- uh, not Robert Pattinson, sorry, uh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think, I think if Warner Brothers had cash for a proper push at a, an a Academy Awards, I think it could have been there. Yeah, and uh, I think also it helps that he is a legitimate actor playing a superhero in the sense that he's done movies like Good Time and playing Michael Caine in Dun- uh, in um... <laughs> The Italian Job no oh my god I've forgotten the name of that movie oh oh my god oh my brain's broken the, the time Tenet whoa <laughs> that really fucked up my brain um, yeah I'm just looking through here is there anyone anyone from a minority that we could we could have uh, put in there I know it's, I, it's Alexander Skarsgård if there was a if it was a slightly better movie <laughs> yeah, and Northland, a yeah. better push behind it I think we could have thrown in people like oh, Ralph Fiennes in a weaker year could have been in there yeah. I think uh, Eddie Redmayne for The Good Nurse and again in a weaker year could have been in there too I think Harry Styles would have never had a chance. I think Timothy <laughs> Chalamet for uh, Bones and all, if it was a slightly better movie. Ah, no, he's he's supporting. I would say he's Yeah, supporting. but he wouldn't see it that way. Yeah. I think the Minions, definitely <laughs> up there somewhat. The Predator and Predator. The Predator no. and Prey. What am I saying? Daryl McCormick in Good Luck, no, Julia Grand. He's grand and he's so fine. Do you know what? Imagine we had three lads. 60% chance that an Irish person would win. <laughs> We'd still lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are the other things that people were pushing for online? Tom Cruise. Nah. 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 There's nothing he does in the performance. I think it's all of the writing. He plays Tom Cruise like... No, he doesn't. He plays... No, because this guy admits he's old. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and that, the, the writing is there for the character, but Tom Cruise just says the words. Yeah. I know that's what acting is, but he doesn't act yeah. too much in it. So, yeah. I think that's about it. But yeah, so shall we get on to... So who will win... I think it'll be Brandon Fraser. I who hope, I, who I hope it is. What? I hope it is. I think he had the best. And I, yeah, I, I would want him to win. Just don't cry on stage. Just like, you know. Yeah. Just, be happy. Just, just yeah. Don't be like surprised. Uh, no, I think it's right. Yeah. I think if he wins, that is a bit of a surprise to him anyway. Not like Well, that. no. Because again, Austin Butler is waiting in the wings to fucking talk about how he's like, I believe I'm always Elvis was always with me. And I, I, I really, I really appreciate it. That's a good that's Thank you very accent. much. <laughs> that's a good accent. <laughs> Right, best picture, David. Let's wrap it up. All Quiet in the Western Front, Avatar, Dwight Water, The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything Ever All at Once, The Fableman's Tire, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle Sadness, and Women Talking. So, hot take, not hot take, but this is my stance. Get get ba- get it back down to five. Yeah. Get it back down to five. I understand pushing it to ten means that smaller movies are able to get the exposure of being a best nom- picture nominee. However, it leads to stuff like Tar. Triangle Sadness, Women Talking. Hey, Fabians. Triangle Sadness is good. It's not a Best Picture nominee. It would, it, up, of 2022, it's one of the top five movies. Nah. Get Top Gun and Maverick out of there and most 10. certainly get Avatar to Wade Water out of there. To Wade Water. It's a technical marvelment. It's a trash movie. Yeah. So, look, All Quiet in the Western Front, love that being in there for 
foreign film. We actually said it at the time on the Oscars. We said, uh, when we were doing it on the podcast, we said that should be Best Picture nominated. And yeah. I think we definitely stand by that. I could see this being a potential upset in the sense of, you know, splitting votes between... So yeah, it, it, it did well at the BAFTAs, didn't it? But again, someone was talking about to me about the BAFTAs and how the BAFTAs love just being like, see, we're totally cool with Germany. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, yeah, also BAFTAs nonsense as in like how do you yeah, how, yeah. how do you have one of the most direct uh, how do you have one of the most diverse acting nominated groups but still manage to give the award to four white people <laughs> yeah, like yeah. There's, there you go that's the ultimate the Brits are at it again <laughs> exactly yeah uh, Avatar the Way of the Water bin it bin it bin it bin it bin it bin it okay. bin it next bin it Banshees of Inishirin love that it's there I have a sneak again I think it's between that the Fablemans and everything ever all at once and I Fablemans I, uh, no, a hundred percent. They they loved a movie about a movie about making movies about the best movie director that ever made movies and how he learned how to make movies and about his family and where he got his first camera. <laughs> Not like they eat that shit up. I just hope they see through that bollocks of a movie as well. I cannot believe Avatar: The Way of Water and Fablemans are up there. Topical Maverick. That's, uh, like this is again comes back to this, who's made us money: James Cameron, Steven Spielberg. Like it's so obvious. No, but see, this is the thing. It's just like. But yeah. it's so obvious. Like, uh, yeah, I know. But it's just like, like Top Gun Maverick doesn't need a Best Picture nominee. Oh no, that shouldn't be there. No, it's just, it's just, it's, it, you have a billion dollars. But it made money. Like it made, it saved Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I know. Whatever. But anyway. no, I, I think, I think Top Gun should be there. I think it, like, as a movie experience. Fine. I, I okay. If I just pick five from here. Okay. I'll, no, I'll but quiet. yeah, go on. Banshees. Everything. Everything. <laughs> No, I'm um, myself in a hole because I'm trash. Or, or, or. <laughs> or, or, or. Uh, fine, throw in Top Gun there. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah, these movies are trash. <laughs> um, Go on, I'll give you one of your own there. Or, or. Oh, I have a sub for Snub. Yeah. Get out Avatar to Wade Water. Yeah. I want to see the Batman in there. I was going to say the menu. I'd have the menu, yeah. 100%. Menu over Tower, Fabian's 100%. Yeah. yeah. Or, or. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't mind seeing the Batman in there. The problem, the, I think the problem with the menu is it's too much of a horror movie. Yeah. Even though, like, it's not. <laughs> not at all, really. They're killing the rich, come on. Yeah, eat the rich. <laughs> nom nom. So, I think, yeah, as I said before, Fabemans, Everything Ever All at Once, Banshees, probably, it's between one of those, but more than likely, it'll be Everything Ever All at Once, and that's who I want to win. It's the best movie last yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, as I said, I'd put the menu in there for any of them, really. Um... Yeah, the Batman's probably not a great one, actually. To put no, in. the Batman is. It's like, like, movie. It's a movie. <laughs> the the, the movies. movies. Uh, no, as a movie, it's great. Yeah. As opposed um, to Tar, which is a very good fucking doorstop if you have fucking managed to pick up one of the DVDs for it. Tar's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Get barbarian in so, there. Sorry, wait. What was your five? Hold on. I need to. I need yeah, to think I, I think I got to actually back down to that one yeah. very quickly because <laughs> I fucked it. I'll go out the Western Front. Yeah. Banshees of Minish and Everything Ever All at Once. <laughs> like see this no, one I, like, like no sorry your best five of the year oh, my best five of the year well then I have to go into my uh, letterbox yeah everyone get letterbox uh, my letterbox list of top five movies of 2020 sorry we forgot women talking not you and I'm not that's not a it's not a movie, movie. Like, I know I, what am I saying I <laughs> that. you didn't like it at all yeah um, one sec see I would go all quiet banshees everything everywhere at once top gun it's tough Tra- isn't it triangle sadness even though I, I would probably swap Triangle Sadness. That wouldn't Sadness even be on my top menu. 10 for the year, though. Triangle Sadness? Yeah. No, but just of the ones there. Of the ones there. there. If I could pick, well, like, as I said before, my top. Oh, fuck, I have Top Gun Maverick in my <laughs> fifth favorite movie <laughs> of 2022. What am I doing? 
I reckon if someone listened to all these, you could see just how much I contradict myself. Oh, yeah, like, you'd make no sense. <laughs> I don't even like Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> He's never made a good movie. <laughs> never made a good movie. Look. Anyway, so, yeah, fine. I think, bar- no, okay. Whatever. You, the- you're going to say Barbarian. See, that's a movie I enjoy. Yeah. I just don't think it's good. And Glass Onion. I would put Glass Onion in that ca- in yeah. Best Picture over most of those. Yeah. Absolutely, I'd agree with you. Let's, let's get on to Mr. Oscar himself. Mr. Oscar. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the... Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. That's it, say Finn. We've talked about the Oscars. And they're out on Sunday. And you'll watch it, or you'll see it, and you'll be like, yeah, they were so right. <laughs> they were what so were they off. even thinking about? I put money... I put the mortgage on oh, this. Oh, don't put money on this. Don't put money on what we said. We can't be uh, held responsible for that yeah. whatsoever. But, um, yeah, that's it, David. Thanks so much for coming back. To episode 25 for you, David. Dear Lord, how, yeah. how much more do I have in that contract? Ah, <laughs> uh, David, don't you know? You're in the new, you're in a new uh, club. I mean, you're in the five times club, and now you're in the twenty-five to life club. Twenty-five to life <laughs> class. So I thought um, you were going to say the five times five times club. Yeah, five five times twenty-five. You get them every multiplication. Yeah. So in like five hundred and whatever. What are you getting, me, Gary? Ah, oh, we'll see. I want to thank you though for this one and all the other ones David and for everyone who's listened to this and all the other ones as said before if you want to keep up to date with podcasts you can follow at Reading the Peers on Instagram we're also on TikTok we're also on YouTube and at Reading the Peers all there as well you can email us at readingthepeers at gmail.com let us know what you think should win Oscars and what you thought of our ramblings and if there was any movies you didn't mention that you thought any, should any be snubs. Any, any snubs, snubs any snubs you thought of and what else you can follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow on Spotify and give us five stars on Spotify and for, some that, reason. for some reason why not and if I've contradicted myself in anything else and you want to bring my attention <laughs> don't to it, hold me know, responsible do not hold me responsible <laughs> I thought I thought Elvis was a <laughs> marvel <laughs> <laughs>